In the holy name of Jesus, amen. At the close of the church year last year, we begin anew this week with Advent. Every Advent is another opportunity to prepare ourselves for a new life together with Jesus Christ. And a new life together is what the world needs. We don't need to read in the news about rumors of war in Korea or riots in Europe to find out that we don't always get along. Because at the holidays, when we get together with family, not only do we rejoice, but we also put up with a crazy uncle and mourn those who died this past year and then miss those who are away. But this Advent is going to combat the fragmentation of community by showing us the path into a new life together. It isn't science, politics, or some other structure that's going to lead us, but it is Jesus who is going to show us the way. He is going to show us how we can be and actually live together in love. Perhaps it's simple, but it's not easy. Just look at Zechariah. He was presented with the good news by an angel and reacts with unbelief. Now, there really are only two ways of reacting to the hope of a new life together with Jesus Christ. There is either unbelief or belief. Now, Zechariah's unbelief wouldn't last because after God silences his mouth, and the word of God is heard, Zechariah's belief returns for good. But today, Zechariah reacts to the good news at the lowest level by reacting to it individualistically, rather at the highest level, by joining in the restoration of the community. Gabriel says to Zechariah, that his son, John the Baptist, will lead the people back to God as a people prepared for the Lord. However, Zechariah only thinks of himself by asking the question, well, how do I know it's going to work? How do I know if it was a success? As if it was really dependent upon him. Or that really mattered. See, rather than seeing the larger picture that the world was about to change, Zechariah could only react as if the world revolved around him. He didn't remember his Sunday school lessons. He didn't remember the Old Testament promise to Abraham that God was going to have a people for himself. Salvation is never individualistic. Although I have a feeling many of us grew up thinking that salvation was merely about getting out of hell fire insurance. The thing is, though, the more time we spend in God's word and listening to what he has to say to us, we realize that is pure individualism. A way of abandoning the world to its misery while we take refuge in a private form of salvation. You see, those who do read the newspaper and see that the world needs a savior including themselves, find this type of good news essentially irrelevant. 
meaningless. Because sin has destroyed their lives. They're from broken homes and failed relationships, and they live in isolation. So when we speak of salvation individualistically and without the restoration of the community, without the body of Christ active, we limit the horizon of hope for the world. Now, the other way of reacting to Gabriel's message is by believing and joining in the restoration of the community. The good news is fairly, fairly simple because it's just what Gabriel said. John prepares the way for Jesus Christ, who will bring joy and peace that surpasses all things, even death, through his crucifixion and resurrection. And Jesus Christ will be the one who leads the world back into one people, a community formed by love. And this community, animated by the love of Jesus Christ, is the one that looks outside itself into the lives of the poor, the lonely, the unloved, the brokenhearted, in order to show them that the good news is precisely for them. In a sense, the church, the community of God, becomes the messenger of God, becomes the angel, to announce to them that God has heard their prayers and that God is going to do something about it through the restoration of the community. See, the life of Christ draws all of us into communion with the life of the Heavenly Father who loves all. And being in communion with Christ then draws all of us into his being, his way of being for all people. This makes our way of life like his, where he commits us to live for others as a community. So, for example... During this shopping season and this holiday season, we think of the Christian or the Christmas sharing families as much as we think of ourselves. Not only in terms of shopping, but also spending time with them. Because this is their community. Now, many of us have the problem of Zachariah. Even though he was part of the community, he thought of himself first and foremost. And by doing that, he was rendered irrelevant. He was rendered meaningless, where no one could even pay attention to him, even if they wanted to. Couldn't speak. However, a church that is about restoring community and reacts to the good news primarily in terms of building relationships will become fundamentally a picture of the kingdom of God and will be completely meaningful. And that community will show the world the love of Jesus Christ and subsequently will be the embodiment of the good news. So please use Advent to prepare ourselves for that life in community by engaging the world in acts of love and service so that the world would experience unconditional love because the world needs unconditional love. 
So may you listen and meditate upon the Advent Gospel readings and soften your heart to our Lord's leading and believe and then rejoice that God will hear you and he will do something through the community of St. John Lutheran Church. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.